Hey everybody, welcome back to Visual Novel Book Club. I'm your pal Slobie. Of course, my good friend Aaron Ronan. Good evening. My good friend Jim. Hey everybody. My good friend Turbo C. Hello. My good friend Paula Hoko. Hey. My good friend Rosella. Hello. What do you know? Full house. Beautiful. For this, the start of chapter five. The, the best chap, well, the last chapter anyway. Hopefully the best. It would suck if it wasn't good. The ultimate chapter, one might say. It is the ultimate chapter in a couple of ways, and it would suck if it wasn't. But you know, I, I, I'm, I'm still, I'm still enjoying the game. So, what, um, what, what the frick happens though in this episode? Jeez, I mean, like, it's t- technically a continuation of last time. So, uh, who wants, who wants to take us through it? So we start off. We're back at the trial, which this is still the same trial, just over a different episode. Um, and so we're back for the for the trial of Von Zeeks. And first thing that happens is. Um, Sasato is really distracted. I guess after the uh, Renosuke attributes it to the uh, the revelation that uh, that her father was Holmes's partner, um, and she gives him the, pull, pulls the old Sasato takedown on him. Just cause I guess she's surprised when he interrupts her, sort of being distracted. Um, mm-hmm. And then Von Zeke shows up, and he's just purely nice, which is just it. Just felt weird. It's weird. It's not <laughs> right. <laughs> we need to get an exorcist. And it's not just that he's polite. He's like, he finally is like, you know what? I, I can finally see in your heart that you are truly a lawyer with integrity or something like that. Yeah. Well, what he says is, um, I can see in your eyes that you're a lawyer of integrity. It's almost like he's about to call us a learned friend, but like genuinely. I'm surprised he didn't make a comment about the shape of them, but you know, he did say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, brother. I just like that. He says like, no, I, I can't deny it any longer. Uh, <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's a very good way of putting it. I can't deny it any longer. I can see it in your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple of those comments in this in this reading. Um, <laughs> they, they pop up from time to time. I'm sure, Takumi knows he has a large female audience. He does indeed. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's playing to it. Kazuma, are you gonna pull out your sword? <laughs> <laughs> that famous sword of yours. Let me see the tip. Just a tip. <laughs> <laughs> We, we do get to see the tip later. This, this we get to see just the tip. <laughs> oh my god. That joke will make sense later, trust us. Yeah, just hold, hold yours for like an hour. <laughs> you get the context now, probably. Put that but, in your okay. pocket. Yeah, but actually what gets put in your pocket right now is Iris shows up and uh, gives uh, Rinosuke a, uh, a lucky charm, which is a Holmes rabbit like uh, charm that like hangs off her things. Um, and for some reason needing to be obscure, uh, she tells him that, uh, if, if you run out of ideas, if you have no other, no other possibility occurs to you, just tug on the rabbit's ears as hard as you possibly can, as hard as you possibly can for good luck. Um, and apparently he just accepts this and moves along. Yeah. I need you to hold this for me. Don't let anyone else see this. Yeah. <laughs> Especially not the cops. Also, it gets added to the court record. Yeah, because why not? Yeah, of course. Um, and uh, and so we uh, we start off with the the actual trial itself and the big revelation right away. I guess because what happens is first off before we walk in the door is is um, they say something's different, um, and Von Zeke knows something's different, and and I think Susie takes a look too and says something's different. So you walk in the door and the big revelation is that uh, Strongheart. 
um, Maelstrom himself is going to take over as a judge because there are no fucking rules here anymore. Forget about it. There are no <laughs> rules. Yeah. We don't care anymore. Um, and he basically says that just, you know, in the in- interest of uh, truth coming out and, and, you know, because this is so it's a charged matter that you did a judiciary involved and all this kind of stuff, uh, he's going to take over the trial. Once again, we start, we, we start off with, uh, you know, Cosmo sounding weird and, uh, and, the and Maelstrom acting very weird, and it's pretty clear that what they're kind of telegraphing here is that there's a this is a script to be played out that the, there's something that is supposed to just happen, and we're gonna have to fight back against it. Um, and the first thing that happens is, is they need to uh, so during this recess, everyone at Scotland Yard has been investigating this and has sort of come to conclusions about the the uh, the activity of of Gregson when he was you know sort of whatever he was doing that that needs to be found out um and the person who's going to testify to this is gina lestrade for because she's the only other character we have who works at uh scotland yard (laughs) and uh and so that's our first uh testimony and cross-examination um Mm -hmm. yeah and she's going to say that uh, so basically um all the the detectives are supposed to follow orders and do what they're told um and uh, so they, 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 they did a search of the, his office and they've got his notebook, which has all these different secret meetings in it that she says. Um, what he was examining the first day or on, on the day in question, whether it's October 31st or November 1st, when he when they first thought he was killed, October 31st, which is our contention. Um, so that he was investigating um, smuggled goods. Uh, and so when, when we sort of, she's, you got to kind of go back and forth for a little bit. And at first, um, so the Cosmo says they, they knew this, that, that this is something that was that this, that, that Scotland Yard came to understand. And that, uh, uh, the place where he was investigating was a gentleman's club called, or yeah, a gentleman's club called the grouse where in fact, Von Zeeks was at. Mm-hmm. They have eyewitnesses that say that they did see Von Zeeks at the grouse. So, I didn't uh, have time to watch the English playthrough this time. Um, but I do have the, the site, um, a, a Japanese site, that um, pretty much lists a, list, uh, a list of differences between the scripts mm-hmm. uh, that I look at. And there's one thing here about, about the club that I don't know why they changed, but they completely changed the line. Um, where Naruhodo says uh, what he thinks uh, British clubs are. Mm. Uh, so I believe in English he just says... Um, the places where well-to-do gentlemen socialize with friends and colleagues. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Japanese, what he says is that it's a place where uh, elderly British gentlemen play cards every night. <laughs> I don't know why they changed it. That's a much better joke, I think. Yeah, I. So I'll admit too, when they first said gentlemen's club, I thought it was you know a gentleman's club, like the euphemism, you know. <laughs> Like strip clubs in Victorian England? Yeah, exactly. Where I'm like, that can't be right. No, I think they're supposed to be the kind of club you see in British dramas all the time. In all time, like British dramas, where like... Okay. Old people, wealthy old people, yeah, sit down. They're just and- lounges. Yeah, read the paper and, and or, or sit at a table and play cards, yeah. I don't watch a lot of uh, of British dramas, but I'll, I'll, I'll trust you on that, yeah. I, I don't want to be crude or anything, but I feel like a Victorian strip club would be way more interesting. Oh, like, it would be. Just there's so much clothes. <laughs> it's like we have to have an intermission or something. Like it's like a two-hour affair. <laughs> yeah, it takes about four people just for one 
one person. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> after intermission, we will have layer three. Layer three. <laughs> I don't have anywhere enough money for this. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Governor. <laughs> cool, blimey. <laughs> so, yeah, but what, what actually turns out is that if you examine the back of the old letter of introduction that you had to use to uh, to talk to the ja- the head of the, the prison, um, the on, on the back of that is the steam ticket, the the steamship ticket that um, Mikitoba and the judge took to get there. And in fact, that ship is called the Grouse. This took me forever, by the way. Like, I, I think I lost. Like, I, I used all of my five strikes and I lost the game. <laughs> I, I, I went to a, a, I was about to say went to a strip club, which is not true. <laughs> I went to a strategy guide. Yeah, I didn't play this game for nerds. I went somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Screw it. These puzzles are making me so horny. I got it. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> these these puzzles are making me thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> you got it in one. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, it took me a while, too. I, I got like three or four strikes, and I'm just like, I'm going to go through every piece of evidence and just examine the hell out of each one, which took forever until I found it. I just pushed the story mode button. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. That, that'd probably work, too. It's just because we, we got this piece of evidence so long ago that you kind of forget about it. I absolutely forget about it. Um, and it also doesn't, it doesn't really prove anything. It just, it just proves that there's another place that has the same name, but it still could have been at the club. Yeah, they even say that. It's like, congratulations, Phoenix. You proved that two places can have the same name. And then the other, and then so, which, yeah, exactly, it doesn't prove much. And then the next thing you have to do is you have to, to prove that he was on the ship is you got to eventually, you got to go into the trunk and look at his passport, um, which really just says that he could have gone someplace. But it, it, apparently that is enough proof. So you present the passport and that, that shows that he was on the ship. I think it says that it, he actually did went someplace overseas and it also took someone with him. I think that's oh, just say that? Okay. Yeah, him plus one passenger, I think. All right, plus one. And so, yeah, so after you do that, um, you get to... The next thing... Oh, the next thing happens is Von Zeeks gets involved. Oh, yeah, he just appears. Yeah, he's so he's, he's, in, the, he's in the dock, I guess, and he starts pulling his his good old-fashioned, I'm going to put my boots on the, on the stand and, and somehow get wine again from someplace. Yeah, we see it from, like, first-person view. Yeah, like, that. the boot was real right in your face. POV. <laughs> He also brought his wine bottles with him. Yeah. And, um, which leads to, well, I guess it's the, the, I don't know, I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but it eventually leads to a great scene where he starts toasting to the, to the judge, and the judge says, you don't point that glass at me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but also, at, at this point, um, Kazuma also kind of says, like, oh, hey, like, I, I'm impressed. I, I didn't think you were going to find that. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm glad, and it, it's so it kind of seems like that that script that we were following that everyone was following before, uh, we we might have broken through it because now it seems like we actually have to address, uh, you know what Gregson was actually doing and not just the the cover story. Mm. Actually, just before that, the, um, when Vanzies gets involved, he has this this great line where it's like they tell him that he can't be here. His you know. Uh, testimony as a witness where he's like uh being implicated it's not reliable and he's like look 
I'm not going to say anything as to whether or not I'm the Reaper. I'm just saying that the testimony that we've seen so far is bullshit. And if you convict me based on that, that's a shame. If you're going to convict me, do it properly. Yeah. And uh, so two things here is that Kazuma, when he sort of congratulates um, Rinosuke on it, he also says, you know, you know, the prosecutor's office is supposed to present this case. I don't agree with. Um, and uh, once, uh, you know, once there's sort of like there's this issue of Anzik's testifying um, both, you know, there isn't an objection from from Kazuma and, and the judge finally allows so that two people are going to testify now. It's going to be Gina and uh, Von Zeke's are going to testify what happened. I don't think Von Zeke's actually testifies anything. He just stands there to provide commentary. Yeah, he's allowed He's allowed to give like the little, inter- you know, whenever you have two people on a stand, he's allowed to be the, the sort of the cut in. Um, you can say, excuse me. Yeah, he doesn't really say much. He just kind of says, look, this person that we have testifying, this Gina Lestrade, is known to lie. She's repeating rumors, and she's reading from a book that we have no idea what its origin is. That That's all kind of bullshit, Your Honor. Yeah. Anyways, let's have the accused as the trustworthy source, as opposed to the detective. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so basically, after you, if you go through here, so this is the point where we're... Um, so you, you're cross-examining... Uh, you're, you have to press, like, everything here that... that that she's going to say, she's going to say like, okay, there's, there's a, uh, that all this stuff here, uh, that in the, in the book was, uh, the names of victims, dates and places and stuff. And when you push her on that, she's, she's saying like, you know, there's always a second name next to each one of these, uh, each one of these things. Um, and it's normally Asa Shin, um, mm-hmm. which, you know, the assassin from earlier, except for the last one, there isn't anything there. There's just like a question mark. Um, the last entry in there was the 31st of October, and that was the one that just said grouse. It doesn't. It didn't say anything else there. Well, I think it, it did say it had the name of the judge. So like, right, not, it, right. So right. So in the victim, not slot. in the assassin part, but yeah, in the victim slot had the name of the judge. Yep, Jigoku. Jigoku. Yeah, we, we have to press her to reveal it because she can't read it well because it's funny's name. Yeah, she has to like sound it out. Um, and there's also a note about it being a criminal that got away from the Reaper in court 10 years ago. Um, and then sort of you have to, you have to keep pushing on this. And uh, so the next thing you do is is she has to like say to you, like, wait a second. This, I don't care what all this is going on. Gregson didn't do it. You know, the boss didn't do this. Um, you're always saying objection. You, you need to say it now um, and, and find that, you know, find this here. Yeah, this scene kind of got me because it's like she's very like she's crying and upset. And she's like, well, come on, say objection and like figure out who's lying. You always do it. You always did it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's and then and then Rinosuke kind of thinks about it. And he's like, you know, thanks for thanks for that. I really need to know it. I needed to find my the great Ace Attorney to resolve uh, <laughs> <laughs> on Nintendo Switch. <laughs> um, no, but he does say resolve, and then and then you have to point out the contradiction in what was said before. Because in, in previous, when they were we were kind of saying something back and forth, they said um, that there was a, there was a contradiction, um, and it, the contradiction came from actually Kazuma. Um, and then, mm-hmm. yeah. So what you have to do is you have to um, to, the, the, to point out the contradiction. You have to point, show the trunk, and you got to show. Here we go. So you got to point to the the right side of the trunk. There's a, a metal shard sticking out, and he's like, "Okay, now you got to pull out and show us show the rest of the court your sword." But we're all, we're only interested in the tip. So the the whole the deal was that, um, 
I think that the problem was that uh, Gina like st- stole uh, stole Gregson's like notebook from the little trunk that she took from the scene. Um, but like it says on the evidence that like like um, well, I think it was Sandwich. Sandwich took the trunk from the scene and then Gina stole it back, and it never made its way back to the prosecutor's office. Mm-hmm. And so, and and Kazuma says that it was a steel trunk at some point, which he yeah. should it couldn't have known. And so we're like, hey, hold up. How how are you supposed to know that? Uh, like, you you shouldn't have known about the steel trunk. And then it's like, well, that's... Uh, okay, whatever. I mean, that's that's circumstantial. Uh, who cares? I mean, the trunk has blood on it, but, you know, it's totally not relevant. Right. And um, and then it's like, well, what what does that link to... Uh, like, what does that link to me? And if you open the trunk... Uh, you can see, uh, first off, on the side, you can see a sword slash. But if you open it, you actually can see that there's a metal, a metal tip, just just the tip, mm-hmm. that's stuck in the like in that sword slash. And it's like, uh, hey, Cosma, <laughs> uh, what were you up to on uh, on October thirty first? Also, can I see your sword? <laughs> It's it's really important that I see your sword right here in front of everybody. That's where we get to see the tip. Bailiff, watch this man pull it out. Earlier, um, uh, uh, earlier, like at this point, Maelstrom like told Gina that she's like basically out as of Scotland Yard. Yeah. So this is the scene that kind of ha- had my mouth drop open a little bit because she has that she has that outburst where it's like, "Come on, Naruto! I know that Gregson didn't do this. You need to figure out who's lying and stuff." And the ju- the judge is like, "Okay, um, for that outburst, a your opinion isn't really uh, that's not what we want. We want hard facts. And B that was disgraceful as an officer. So you're out of the yard now, and I want you to give me your warrant after this." And she just kind of sits there and she's like. To hell with you all. To, all of you are lying. Every one of you. I'm sick of this. To hell with you all. Yeah. I felt really bad for her, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, she had one adult that she came to trust, and then he got murdered. I know. Yeah. And everyone's calling him a murderer. Yeah. Right. So yeah, every, everyone in court is operating under the assumption that he is the Reaper. And uh, is coordinating all these assassins. And that's that's really sad for her. Yeah. And also that he was working for Von Zix, who is actually the Reaper. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's still on trial. Let's, let's, let's all slow down on all the assumptions we're making here, okay? So, listen. What happened? Sorry to have backtracked a little bit, but, you know, I had to find my resolve. So, yeah, after you, after you prove what so you, the Cosmo has the big reveal of the sword, um, Karuma has shown that the tip is actually broken off in, in the trunk, meaning he was there. You know, you got definitive proof that um, not only was the trunk there with Gregson when he was murdered, but that uh, at some point on his trip, you know, Kazuma and Gregson were there together because, you know, the point was stuck in there in that trunk, um, which Kazuma is OK to confess to. He eventually reveals that, yes, not only so. This is when stuff starts getting complicated. Kazuma says, yes, I was there. Um, Gregson is part of the organization of the Reaper. Um, he is not the assassin. He tra- he's the mastermind who, tra- or the planner who travels with the assassin. Um, and in this case, I was the assassin. 
which is like what and uh yeah so apparently he took the job as the assassin not intending or just intending to kill no one but to i guess go through with this so he could investigate it um or whatever he's kind of cagey on what he's doing or why he took it but he just says like i didn't kill anybody and the proof is that the judge is still alive <laughs> yeah, and I love this. It's like now I heard it's like, okay, then how did your sword get lodged in this uh, case? Why did you draw your sword? And he just flat out says, I don't have to answer that. And nobody calls him on it. Look, the the gun, like the victim died by gunshot. I have a sword. Therefore, yeah. completely irrelevant. Irrelevant. Right. Then everyone's sort of just like, hey, wait, is the judge alive? <laughs> <laughs> wait, I, uh, the judge or Gregson? Uh, the judge, because b- what, one of the things we had heard oh, we right, had right, right. earlier in the day is that um, Holmes and uh, Mikotoba had not returned that night, and no one had seen the judge all, all night either. So now at this point, the judge has been missing for 24 hours. Um, That's right. Which is, you know, a big concern for everybody. And so you're going to get a recess to find out if the judge is alive or not, because it's, now it's clearly relevant to the case if he was the the object uh, the next the next assassination target right and i think the the argument that cosma has at this point is well okay so i i got on the boat um intending to assassinate or not and may may or may not intending to assassinate him but i got on the boat i did not assassinate anyone i got off the boat before it uh before it departed and like he even says like oh i i like i stayed at some inn to stay overnight and i signed the logbook so it's it's easily verifiable that i that i stayed overnight in france and did not get on the boat um and uh so presumably because gregson couldn't kill uh cuz gregson is is not an assassin and he couldn't kill the target uh von Zeke's who was the actual Reaper, but not the tactician or the assassin, but the Reaper. Uh, he definitely killed Gregson in retaliation and probably took it into his own hands and probably killed the judge, we assume. Like, Von Zeeks has done every, has committed every crime, and that's what the prosecution is asserting. So yeah, then it becomes kind of important to be like, wait, is... <laughs> is he... Is he alive? So it does not look great for our case if he isn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, brother. <laughs> and and they need their testimony in any case, but no one knows where he is. So the judge, um, uh, Strongheart, suggests a 30-minute recess. Um, and if they can't find, find him in those 30 minutes, then it's case closed and we lose. And so there, says so you're out of ideas, since there's no, no other possibilities that you can sort of investigate, uh, and you just have these 30 minutes, it's, the only thing left to do is tug on Iris's lucky charm. Yeah, um, which turns out to be a cell phone. And Iris is way out of for time, in, like yeah. technology. Yeah, I know. Did anybody have any idea, by the way, what was going to happen when you pulled the ears? I will admit, I did not. I thought that the head was going to come off and reveal a, a clue. Yeah, I figured there'd be evidence hidden in it, and, and then Naruto would be like, "Whoa, I pulled too hard," and Cesaro would be like, "You shouldn't have pulled that hard." <laughs> <laughs> would that have been the whole bit? Yeah, that's how the scene would have played out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, with Iris's inventions, I was like, I was a half expecting it to be something like I've shrunk Sholmes down into this, and he's hidden in this doll. Yeah. Ow! Don't pull my ear so hard. But it turns out that no, it's apparently it's the the pair to this bunny is 
hooked on like a Bluetooth to Holmes's ears, which also transmits pulling somehow. Yeah, when when you pull the ears on the bunny, the little the charm that exists on Holmes also grabs his ear. Yeah, you know those little like bear decorations that you could put on stuff where it's like they you squeeze the legs and it's like they're grabbing onto it. It's like that, but it's on his ear. Wait, what is that? I never I don't know what that is. It's exactly like that, slow beef. Yeah, just trust me on this. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> I've been around the world. It looks like it's sentient or something because it's not just doing a little animatronic animation. It it's enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> it tries to get back onto the ear when he takes it off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure Iris enjoys it, so she, uh, she animated it that way. Yeah, she's the one that told us, pull it as hard as you can. But yeah, but it, it can transmit the voice very clearly from London to France. T- to be fair, it's like the very closest point in France to uh, to England. Still, I don't know how she did it, like, technically. <laughs> in- and they don't even bother to explain it. It just works. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, what, what's going to happen here then is that so uh, Holmes and Mikotoba will, will tell you that they are actually on the steamship. They're, they're investigating. They're going to try to find um, the judge um, and they're going to they'll find him within 30 minutes. And so now you, it basically switches perspective over and uh, the investigation part starts with the point of view character being, um, being Mikotoba's father. Uh, Yuji Mikitoba. And I was a little bit disappointed with this. Like, I think it's neat that we what? get to... Hey, I think it's neat that we get to see Miku, Mikotoba and Shoms together again and, and, you know, solving cases just like old times. But I wanted it to be like you go into Shoms and you get to see, like, everything nah. the way he does and it's all, like, no. you know, drawn in crayon and shit. It's supposed to be, like, two mysterious characters, so you, you, you can't really see what he's thinking. Well, I'm just... I don't think it would work either. I'm going to tell you exactly what I felt, which is like, who the heck wants to play as Mickey Toba? And you know what I mean? Like, that's odd. And then when you realize, no, 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 wait, you're doing the Watson thing. It's like, oh, this is cool. And then I really liked what happened next. Mm. And I, tell you, I, I forgot this sequence even happens. I mean, I played this game like four years ago and I forgot this entire sequence. And I did remember the little, um, there's like, we'll get to it, but there's an animation move that he does, that Mikotaba does later. Yes. <laughs> yes. I did remember that happening, but I was sure it was going to happen at the, like last time at the renovation re- when it didn't happen, when I played it again. Mm hmm. I, I I thought well it might it must happen sometime later but I still couldn't remember this this nice sequence happens so it was a surprise mm. to me too this time <laughs> again like the the chemistry between Sholmes and Mikatoba is amazing like they like Mikatoba is just like so done with his shit <laughs> yeah and it's just like okay yeah uh huh you're going to do something uh, melodramatic and you're going to get us both in trouble and I'm going to have to bail us out because that's how this goes. <laughs> and uh, it's it's so familiar and it's so friendly and it's it's just wonderfully written. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, and um, I mean, I guess we'll get to it, but I, I like to. I feel like Holmes is actually a bit different here. You know, he's back in his element. Yeah, this feels like real Holmes. He feels more competent. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like he was a loose end without Watson there. Yeah, the the, the logic sequence later, he's not wrong in and he just he just leading Mikotoba along, but. He also knows the right answers straight away. Yeah. Like this time, it's totally believable that he really is competent and knows what he's doing. Yeah. 
Like this is like all he needed was he was missing. Yeah. But so we're we're on the ship, the SS Grouse. Uh, it's it's heading back from London to Dunkirk to I don't know somewhere else. Uh, Italy. And we need to get off before right Italy, and we need to get off before it goes to Italy. So we have a thirty minute time limit too. Um, and we're in like the hallway, just like we started with uh, with Case Two, the first game, and. Uh, there is a very familiar-looking seaman here whose name is uh, Chichen Stroganov. Yes. In Japanese, uh, Mabodofu Stroganov. Do you know what Mabodofu is? Chicken. No, I don't. <laughs> no. Sounds familiar. It's a ch- Chinese dish uh, made with tofu and some something that's spicy. I don't exactly know what it is. Hmm. But yeah, I, I kind of like it that in Japanese, the first names are not things you'd put Stroganov after. Uh, the first one was, was meatloaf, uh, and it's beef in, in English. Mm-hmm. And this time it's Mabodofu, which is a Chinese dish, but it's just chicken in in English. So I like the Japanese names more. It's very silly. But uh, so our, our mission here is to distract. Also, the other thing about, about uh, Chicken Strovanov here is that he has the word Sholmes written on his arm. And it's like, <laughs> it's like weirdly scrawled and it's just there. And so, and Shum's like, ah, a fan. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Who the hell are you? Yeah. And uh, so Shum's gets to be a little bit offended that he only knows him by name and not by face. But, uh, <laughs> and you know, Mikatoba rolls his eyes. But the point is, is that we have to distract him so that we can get into, uh, I think it was just Jigoku's. Uh, cabin when he came up mm-hmm. and uh, did anyone I accidentally did the the right thing first did anyone explore this more thoroughly yeah um, you just get little funny scenes uh, on, on the other options um, like you can pretend to be a mouse <laughs> wait what do you have to, what do you look at to do that I think the mouse trap there's a mouse trap on the screen yeah, it's a mouse trap by his foot. And you, and you just pretend to be a mouse. Yeah, because that would distract. Uh, what Charles wants to do is to distract um, Stroganov so that he can pick the lock. And he just mm-hmm. needs five, five seconds for it. Um, so he asks Charles what Russian mice sound like. Uh, <laughs> and Charles says that uh, it's PP, which apparently is correct. That, that's the omelettopia for mice in, in Russian. <laughs> so Mikotoba just goes P P P and uh, it doesn't impress uh, strong enough. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what you are supposed to do is just pull the fire alarm. Yeah. And the one right next to him. Yeah, and that doesn't like confuse him or anything. He doesn't think there's a fire, uh, but it does get his superiors to yell at him. So then he has to go over to the little speaking tube and try to explain what happened and that there are these, you know, jerks that he's trying to deal with. And uh, that is enough time for Sholmes to uh, pick the lock and we sneak in and uh, we have some time to investigate the crime scene before he realizes where we obviously went. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the crime scene also looks, you know, pretty familiar from, from case two. Um, the there's a the, like the rules for the ship are uh, hung up somewhere different and they're a little bit askew. And they've also added a rule that's like, uh, there will be uh, additional penalties will be will be applied if you're hiding in wardrobes or uh, trunks. <laughs> <laughs> Which I wonder, I wonder who that's for. <laughs> hey, every yeah. rule that gets made. 
Do you know what happened? <laughs> Best, no better teacher than experience on on a ship. That's that's the thing they always say. Yeah, they yeah, had on a ship for some reason, but anyhow. And it seems, I mean, I don't know if everybody else thought, but it seemed really obvious as soon as you walked in where he was and what you were going to be exposing. Because, <laughs> like, everything is, like, a very obvious clue. I immediately looked at the wardrobe because it's like, oh, he's he's in there, just like we were. and But we don't even open it. Well, it's because there's a rule against it, so obviously yeah. he couldn't be there. Uh, well, well, we can't break that rule. You wouldn't. The judge <laughs> wouldn't. You wouldn't open an or- a wardrobe. <laughs> there's also, like, the, the, the little speaking tube. Uh, has like cloth stuffed in it, yeah. Which, like, as if to prevent sound from getting out of this room, which is highly suspicious. Almost as if someone expected there to be a, a loud crime committed. <laughs> but uh, there's not too much else to look at. There's a trunk and a ton of clothes scattered around it, uh, which seems you know weirdly messy if the trunk's right there, and a uh, and like a, a glass of water with ice in it. And they uh they they wax loquacious a little bit. They make a big deal about that. It's like, wait a minute, they have ice? Wow, this must be the best room on the ship. There must be some place where they can freeze and make ice. <laughs> there must be some giant refrigerator somewhere on the ship. Mm-hmm. Only that were relevant somehow, but we weren't in court to know why. Anyhow. Oh, we also find a note in the uh, in the waste paper basket that says um, that says, like, there will be a, a drill at 10 o'clock uh, after the ship departs and every single crew member is going to be on board and not guarding anything. And you can commit any crimes between the hours of 10 and 10 20 and no one's witness it. And then there's a, there's a shopping list that says eggs, milk, bullets. <laughs> 10 to 11 purge. In all fairness to the crew, they did add in parentheses. Please don't do that. <laughs> I think there's also a, uh, a cute, a cute line from Shomes where he says, I, I forget exactly what it's in reference to, but he says something about, it's like, and you know what I always say about trifles? They don't matter, and you should ignore them. Which <laughs> I feel like is not what the quote is. But maybe maybe uh, Iris punched that up <laughs> in, in post. Nice. Yeah, after you examine everything, um, Stroganoff finally find, finds you, comes into the room, and, and yeah, and then we get the the, the greatest sequence in this chapter, I think. Yeah. It's a for real logical deduction reasoning dance with the original Sholmes and Mikutoba. Mm. And it's definitely emphasized. Yes. Um, the best the best animation in there is when Holmes... His, it is a true dance and, and a true partnership dance in that this is not a course correction. These are both of them sort of taking turns uh, leading the way. And Holmes will lead you to a certain point and then pass it over to Mikotoba, who will then start tap dancing his little feet um, <laughs> to get to the next sort of revelation. And it's not like the others where the other ones were kind of just flying by the seat of our pants and seeing, oh, it's uh, they look this direction. So it yeah. must be related to that. No, it's you actually get like the full scene and you have to actually figure out where to go with it because you have like full access of everything now. Yeah, yeah. This is just a tried and true like deduction kind of thing. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. We've earned it. We we made it, everybody. Congratulations! Big round of applause. Yeah. No. 
it's it's awesome. I say it's a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, you start off because you know now you have to. The revelation is going to be that that you know wait that uh, Holmes immediately recognizes that um, uh, the judge has not left. Uh, yeah, the, Stroganoff says that the judge is no not on the ship anymore and that he left like a long time ago. Yeah, or at least two hours ago. And uh, but of course that can't be happening because there's a glass with ice that hasn't melted sitting on the desk. So that's the first mm-hmm. flaw. And then the very obvious rules of passage that is like because has already been moved because there's that sort of you know dusty rectangle where it was before. Um, and if you pull it off, you find you find a bullet hole, just the bullet hole itself. You don't find the bullet. Um, and then if you look, but if you look behind him, in this case, yeah, he was just paid off. It was just a lot of money sticking out of his back pocket. <laughs> um, and then when the next thing about well, where. Is it is the a really funny reveal is that um, Holmes is like I don't miss anything. Look at that. Look at those the, the, the slightest glance of your eyes down. They call it the furtive glance, and yes. what he does is he turns like his entire neck and body to to the trunk. And, and Mikatoma points this out. He's like Holmes. He almost pulled his head all the way around <laughs> to look at the trunk. It wasn't furtive at all. Um, but yeah, they open up the trunk. There's the judge who I thought was fairly large person doubled over inside. Wait, Jim, how do we open the trunk? Oh, that's right. And in order to get into it, uh, you need a you need a code. And also, it's pr- it's been too long because of all this sort of you know logical dance and stuff that we've been doing. Um, he might be suffocating in there, so you have to get him out fast. It's a seven digit code. It's only six digits, by the way. That of makes sense. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's Holmes, <laughs> and it's one one zero three seven, and 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 they they actually changed changed like the interface for this. This is a really a really nice localization term. Yeah, you have to actually put in the code, which is of course, Holmes upside down. I've seen this puzzle before. Yeah, it's five four zero one. The the M is sideways, so it's a three. Uh, the E is kind of like a two, and the S is another five. I- yeah, I I am I'm so mad because they they got me with this one. I yeah, uh, it really? did not immediate. Yeah, no, I mean, I didn't take me long once I realized. Like once they're like, shit, but like where he must have given the code to someone so that he wouldn't suffocate and die. <laughs> so where what is it? Like obviously, once they said that, I got it. But I'm just I'm just disappointed that that wasn't my first thought upon seeing the dude with Sholmes written on it. Is like those letters look a little weird. Yeah, I, I immediately saw the numbers when I said it to two. Yeah, it it was my first thought, but also I've seen this before. I have too. That's why I'm so disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Making the calculator say boobs, you know. Yeah. 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 It's, it's kind of weird, though, because I don't know. He wrote it in a very weird spot on his arm. That would be very hard for him to look at it. it uh, he wrote it in a spot that is great for other people to look at. Yeah, I mean, I just think that he just he's holding uh, he's just holding his arm weird. Like he he basically put it the same place where you'd look at a watch, like it's on the mm-hmm. back of his of his arm, the same place the back of the wrist. Yeah, you could totally see him doing it. Like if you didn't have anything else to write on and it was super important, I would choose my arm too. So this this actually also like kind of makes you think too. This is like a big issue with localizing this game in particular is like. You can't really use Holmes' name, like Sherlock Holmes. But now this puzzle makes it so you kind of have to, you know? Hence, like, you need something really close so that you can add an S or, yeah, an S on it to make a five. So they have to change the number of this puzzle, too. 
It's just a little five at the end. That's all they had to do. But yeah, I know. But, but yeah. Um, actually, uh, speaking of Sholoms, I think at some point during this sequence, they also talk about um, a friend uh, like Master Thief that's in Paris right now, which is supposed to be Lupin. Um, oh, yeah. Which is where the Sholoms name actually comes from. Oh, Master Thief. Oh, that's right, yeah. And then I think, it, uh, yeah, you bring it up really quickly, and then uh, Makatoba's like, oh, let's not get distracted. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so the, after after uh, Shinjoku gets out, the, after the judge comes out, it's, it's um, he just says that, like, you know, well, I was trying to escape the Reaper. Uh, and then, <laughs> then Makatoba's like, wait, why wouldn't you just tell me you were doing this? Um, and he's like, yeah, thinking about it back on it, I should have really told you. And at this, my alarm bells are just going off. That like he's being shady as hell. Um, mm-hmm. And I think they they bring up like you know oh, but these first class cabins like fill up really quickly. It's it's weird that not only was one open, but the specific one that you were in before was open. Uh, and it seems it's like oh, he must have like bought the return ticket at the same time he bought the original ticket. So he he yeah. he knew. So yeah, so he's being super shady, and the, and the last thing you find is just like, uh, what do you call it? Something calls a trinket or a piece of something, which looks to me like, um, off the 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 winding off a um the top a cl- of the watch, you know, like, a, like, like the like little fob watch? on the top of yeah. a pocket watch. Yeah, it's like one of those windy pocket watch fobs. Yeah, and he seems to he seems to surprise that it's uh, also so we didn't know that he yeah. was there. Also, we present him with a literal subpoena. Yeah, because at first he says, well, we have, okay, you found me, but so what? I'm, I'm still living. You don't have any power over me. Um, but, but yeah, but we do mm-hmm. have a subpoena. So, and, and he's like um, the top, um, not judge, but the top uh, minister for justice at the foreign country. So he can't ignore it. And then, and then Mika Toba says, not in international waters, and just shoots him in the head. It's really <laughs> messed up. <laughs> 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 Surprise, but yeah. So, um, so yeah. The, so, um, they they communicate this back to you know uh, Narhodo, and uh, and so you this uh, the scene cuts back to the the courtroom, um, and then Stronghearts about to call for the end of the case, and you know you have to sort of you know have this big surprise reveal that no, I I need to speak, I need to have another witness who's going to clarify this, and it's going to be uh, Jigoku, the the Japanese judge, who's go, who's who has now been found and is on his way here, and, and everyone's uh, especially Kazuma um, super shocked, like you found him. Yeah, we're really slick with how he presented because like you know they're all like, well, we we couldn't find him, we assume he's dead, we've got to do the ruling. He's like, no, 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 like. I just, I, we just need to have one more, one more witness. Judge Jigoku. And then, you know, you can hear like, oh, like it's, <laughs> it's, it's very slick. Yeah. Um, and so we get a, we get, I was, so I was surprised by this, honestly, because I figured with the like last minute, like investigation that this is going to all be like kind of wrapped up, but you actually get. Um, a recess because they need to like come back from Dunkirk or whatever. Yeah. So you uh, you get another day before trial resumes, and then you go back to um, so yeah, so you go back to the courtroom briefly, and then you get uh, sort of another. Uh, so after the you get a recess till tomorrow, and then the final scene is is just a little a little um, exposition piece in uh, Holmes's suite. So I don't think I read it. Isn't it to be continued? Yeah, I stopped it to be continued. 
Oh, what? All right. Well. well yeah, I, I also stopped that to be continued. Oh, okay. Well. Shit. Then we'll cover that next time. Yep. <laughs> How about that? I also thought it was a. Uh, it was until the trial. Sorry to tease y'all like that. I well, I, I assumed we were stopping it to be continued, so that's why I stopped. I, I, I see that it's it's like a very short scene. So if you want to talk about it, it's okay. How about this? If you if if you didn't read, no, here's what we'll do. If you didn't read uh, uh um the the next part, get the fuck out of the Discord call and let us record. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But, um, <laughs> so, uh, all right. So well, well, geez, this is short. What, what did we? What do we think is going to happen? This could very well be your last time to guess. Although, well, obviously, strong male or whatever his name is is going to be an <laughs> impartial judge male. and have nothing to be involved in this. <laughs> it is really unfortunate that at this point, like our, um, like the trial consists of, you know, we're we're doing our best as a defense lawyer. We've got our defendant. Our opposing prosecutor is an assassin? Question mark. Uh, th- who was intimately involved with the Reaper stuff? So that seems kind of bad. And then there's, uh, you know, Maelstrom, who is so obviously the actual the actual Reaper. He's obviously evil. He's been obviously evil the whole game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it makes it kind of hard to figure out how exactly we're going to get a a trial out of this. Like, it just does not seem like... How do you convict the judge? We've we've never had this problem before. Well, he's not the judge over here, is the thing. Maelstrom's the judge. Maelstrom, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, well... Shit. It's uh, me, the better judge here. (laughs) Shit, well, I I know we're going to convict one judge because he's suspicious as hell. That's that's true. We're going to have two competing... uh, court cases going on at the same time one with uh english law and one with japanese law (laughs) oh my god but what if we did no um yeah this is i mean this this whole thing is gonna be really tricky because it's like like it's like like it's not you can't even say like the odds are really against us it's like literally like (laughs) things are actually like kind of set against us here you know especially because there's no jury because he can just be like no i'm innocent Mm mm-hmm also, if I was guilty, I give myself immunity. Like he could just make the rules up, and we we can't really do anything about it. We also found out this episode he has the authority to fire people from Scotland Yard, so might as well just be the fucking queen. All we can do is hope Mikitoba pulls that other that plan again and goes not in international waters, and then drags him out and shoots him in the <laughs> head or something. <laughs> so violent, I was like, geez. But I, I think for. Presumably, even though that um, he's had that gun in his family for decades. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's the gun's name, though? <laughs> um, but even though that, that uh, Von Zeeks calls everyone uh, in sort of the observation portion of, of the, the courtroom, uh, Von Zeeks, uh, the call, Maelstrom's lackeys, um, he um, presumably, like the, you would presume that at least with enough people around, uh, any kind of revelation of, of stuff like that would be sort of, you know, it, you're in front of people who could possibly make a difference. So at least the truth would get through to them possibly. Yeah. Not, not entirely closed, but there are like politicians involved. Yeah. Or at least it would embarrass somebody and, and cause something to change. Um, and I think really after all the stuff with the, with the, with the judge, um, I really think he's involved somehow. Um, although 
the little part that I thought was part of the reading before the actual trial commences um, is, is probably going to speak a lot more to that. Well, I guess I guess we'll find out together, huh? But um, anything else? I don't think Gregson's. I, I think there's something else is going to be explained for Gregson. I think the whole thing with with uh, Gina has now confirmed what I thought from before that that yeah he's involved somehow. Yeah, there's very strong evidence against him, so I also don't know what to think at this point. Because, yeah, he obviously, like, was involved with it. Um, but but was he involved in actual assassinations? Yeah, Gina is so convincing at being, like, she's sure he didn't he didn't do it. Yeah. I think it can go both ways. And, and I, I also don't really remember that part. I'm going to go with a long shot theory. Uh, Gregson faked his own death. <laughs> and it was Ooh. actually Virgil that died. The real Gregson was was Vigil. It was a wax figure. Wait, did you say Virgil? Yeah, died. I, I, I I forgot the guy's name for a second. Gerbil. Vigil. Okay, yeah, all right, gotcha. <laughs> it's been a while since I saw it. But... Yeah, you know, we're just gonna bring Devil May Cry in here too. <laughs> <laughs> I have a surprise witness. What Dante from the Devil May Cry series? I love how like how culture is that that's the Dante and Virgil we go with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Google Dante's Inferno to remember who wrote that. I'll give you- oh, Dante's Inferno was a really good game too. You played that one from EA. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, it's not. No, actually, I haven't played it. <laughs> Get some culture in you. <laughs> oh, brother. Ah, uh, free IP. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> When, when does uh, Dante's Inferno enter public domain? Or is it already? <laughs> I think it's been quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> Not if Disney has anything to say about it. <laughs> right. the, the, the Disney version doesn't have pants. <laughs> As we all know, her, we, we all know Sherlock Holmes was written well before Dante's Inferno, so it's got to be a couple more decades. I like how you said the Disney version is the one without pants. <laughs> 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 okay so i guess uh we'll, we'll figure this all out so we're we gonna finish everything next week or at least finish the main narrative here for next week yeah we need to be specific about this because we messed it up this time i mean you know it's doable it's within striking distance yeah i think it's going to be a little bit long but we should probably do just finish the game for next time finish the game i think you're gonna want to too yeah. it's like you know what i mean there's not like if you if you if you do one part of the trial, you're gonna want to do the other. And I, I mean, don't remember that it is that it is long. I mean, I kind of want to finish it just after that Sholmes reveal that people haven't read yet. I do remember that it's, it's it's long, but it's also a trial, so discussing it won't take that long. Right? Yeah, they do go fast. Yeah, it's gonna be take. We'll have to just budget enough time to play it, but um, yeah, discussing will go for quick. I mean, keep in mind, too, like, worst case scenario, if, like, we start going up on, like, hour two, we can always just be like, all right, we'll talk about the rest next time, and then leave all of you in suspense. But you can also read ahead, too. I mean, we're not your parents. We're not their parents, right? We're no. Not, I don't think we have any kids reading, listening. Yeah, I, I really hope not. <laughs> if any of you out there are children, don't contact us. <laughs> Look, we already know... Buff strong heart has already done it all. So, <laughs> buff strong male. Buff strong <laughs> male. <laughs> Freaking buff strong male again. <laughs> I hate this guy. Cad strong chest. <laughs> Judge roll beef. 
I just want to point out while we have time, by the way, that there is a character in the new Matrix named Chad who looks kind of like the Chad guy. I'm glad I wasn't the only one that thought that. It was 1000% on purpose. Does he have like the little ouch t-shirt? I should I should see that. I should check again. But anyway. <laughs> all right, folks. Well, uh, I guess we'll see you all next time. <laughs>